0: All show participants, including myself, are to the best of our abilities and intentions here to engage in informative discussions about any and all facets surrounding mental health issues with integrity, sensitivity, and honesty. As your host, I am here to start the conversation and help, but all of my opinions are of my own and not to be substituted for professional medical expertise or treatment. I am not a medical expert. And while my opinions on this show are intended to bring positivity, change, and help to my audience, some of them might not be agreeable to you. Know that these opinions and experiences are only shared with the soul and express intent to help you start the journey toward a better day not to hurt offend or discredit and with that let's start the show welcome in everybody my name is tyler Coe, and how are you today welcome to our show uh, this is my mental health show that we do every single Monday on Twitch that you can watch the recorded version of on YouTube and Spotify, a bunch of other audio platforms, and we do this every single week. Been doing it for a couple months now, and we have a tremendous guest on tonight uh, to share their story to help you continue yours, and I have some relatively big news to share with you guys about an event that I'm hosting this weekend that you can be a part of. Uh, and I want to tell you how you can be impart, uh, uh, be involved with it. And, and oddly enough, what I'm going to be hosting and our guest, both are about physical health as well as mental health. So we're going be ge- to be getting a big dose of that uh, tonight. And I, I want to take a moment uh, with you guys to just say thank you to the community. Um, you guys are the ones that make this show possible. And you know, we've been at this, like I said, for a few months now, and I could not have done this without all of you. I could not have done it with all the people that helped build this set, help me formulate the show, and it was really a true labor of love. And though we be small, we are a fierce community, and I am so proud of what we have created over at Discord, the conversation that we continue to have, uh, changing people's perspectives, improving their mental health, and you guys are a community that community that you know continues to pick each other up on a daily basis, you know, including picking me up, honestly, since like day one of doing this show. And I could not have done this without you guys. So thank you for your continued support, your participation. Um, I love y'all. You know that. And that's what it's about. That's really what it's about guys is picking each other up and helping each other out and just freaking being there. Um, as I need to turn off my alert box for the the audio people. Um, We just gotta freaking be there for each other. And I I know we hear those phrases all the time, right? Like it's a broken record and we, we all know that, but do we collectively realize that that applies to the individual? I feel like we forget that all the time. I forget that all the time that you need to be picked up. You need to be helped. You need to help yourself. And it's funny because we find in this life that the people that are the best at making us smile or making us laugh or taking our mind off terrible things, um, those are the people that know the depths of human depravity and pain and they know what's on the other side of that. They know what that feels like. They know what it's like to be trapped there and they do not want you to feel that way. That's why they try and help you be that way. And even though that they do that, they just let that happen to themselves though. Even though they don't want it for you, they don't care if it happens to them. But we do this, we allow ourselves to do this. And we've talked about it on the show a few times that masks are dangerous. And in the context of mental health, those that wear them are dangerous to themselves because we rarely see them, right? Like we, we don't know how deep the pain is going with somebody. Even if we get a glimpse of it on the surface, You know they hide their ability to disappear like they're breathing is is fascinating and even if we we see signs of danger what we think is danger it is so hard to act on that if we think they need help we sometimes just don't know we we just can't see it and those people are usually the helpers right those are those are your brothers your sisters your wife your girlfriend they're your neighbor and despite our love for others sometimes we just don't know what to do and like how can you put out a fire that you don't know is burning and if you're the one that has it raging inside you you know how hard it is to douse it out and this month is national suicide prevention month and suicide is one of those I mean come on it's one of the toughest things to discuss in life Uh, we don't like to mention it we get awkward around it i think that's why we joke about it a lot because it's so uncomfortable that we have to make it light in whatever way we can and we find that dark comedy is kind of that release to talk about it Um, it's really hard to identify in others you don't know when somebody's telling the truth sometimes they don't say anything at all it can be just as hard to identify in yourself as well, right? And it's hard to swallow the statistics that it's the second leading cause of death in the United States, ages 10 to 34, that the suicide rates have increased by 35% since 1999. And that 90% of people that commit suicide have experienced a mental illness in their lifetime. And I tell you all this to simply say like plainly and quickly, we need to start taking better care of each other, and most importantly, ourselves, you, yourself today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. And if you're going through it right now, everyone in your life that you know does not want you to be alone, they do not want you to be in pain, and they absolutely reject you going into the dark void. They reject it. I reject it. I want you here. The world wants you here. And if you need help, I would love for you to go over to our Discord right now. We have a really good thread uh, that has every single emergency and suicide hotline in the world, every single country, uh, listed out for you that you can go to. You might have seen it in the video if you're watching the pre-stream. It's called OpenCounseling.com. You can find every single number. It's a great resource to have. So here's the deal, guys. Uh, We got to save the world, okay? Um, We got to save each other's worlds. And how do we start? We got to start saving ourselves. We got to start taking steps to get better and improve our mental health. And I mean that literally. As you can see from my my chalkboard back there, that you have got to start physically moving in any way that you can. Because it's going to help. And I have the perfect guest to tell you how, why, what you can do to start improving your physical health. Because it's such an important part of your mental health. They, they are combined. They are one in the same. They give you that happy life. So I'm so excited to welcome on my friend. She is a world-class trainer, uh, mental health advocate. Uh, An extremely talented artist, by the way, she's a little shy about that, but I've seen it and it's amazing and she is also here to remind you folks That you need to drink your damn water So without further ado, I want to welcome on my very good friend to the program. Miss Kelly Kelly How are we today as I unmute you?
1: (laughs) We're good. I'm staying hydrated, you know Uh, No, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Um, I, I'm thrilled too, buddy. Uh, I, I, I was so excited that you said yes to this when I asked you, um, I've been thinking about it for a long time and you really are the perfect person to have on the show because you are somebody that, um, you can really speak to both so well, physical and mental health. And I, and I know we've had so many conversations. You really see that kind of as one and the same. And, uh, I know I brought you in with a very heavy topic, but I think it's important for people to know the stakes mm-hmm. both ways that mentally and physically, if we don't take care of each other ourselves, it's going to lead you to a dark, dark side. Um, And we all kind of, we know basically as people like what the benefits are of being healthy physically. But I think there's also like a huge misconception that I want to, I want to start off and ask you about because when we think of like being physically like fit, right? I think we get too sucked in with like the Insta model and the Jack dudes and bros on there and like, and we, we think like that is what it means for me to be like in shape. Um, for you, Kelly, what is true physical health look like?
1: Well, all my clients know this. I'm very, I'm a very holistic trainer and I've now, thanks to my therapist, branded myself that way because there are trainers who make you gotta work out and then send you off and give you your macros and say this is what you do and this is how you do it. But people who've trained with me via Zoom, in person, outside, inside, all these different places online. Um, I care a lot about the whole picture because the thing is is that if I'm being honest, most people are willing to pay for a personal trainer because they're unsettled with something that's going on with themselves. Whether a lot of times there's something big and traumatic That like maybe it's a breakup and they want to take care of themselves maybe a lot of times there's a big trigger emotionally that draws them this direction well whether it's like a doctor's appointment and the doctor said they're unhealthy there is something emotional underlying that's causing you to actually want to express some kind of physical exhaustion um, and change and see change and physical is an easier way to see change than emotional because our emotions are changing constantly we can go through a thousand emotions in a day so it's it's very much so linked hand in hand and I when I'm training my clients it's important that I know where their stress is at where their rest is at their hydration I like the big picture because if we can see that we're making steps not just especially in this time I think this is really where it highlighted okay this is who I am as a trainer um that we're making progress in life whether it's mentally or physically or both ideally um progress is progress and I think Misery lives in the uh, like the, the maintenance or the su- like sustaining and not seeing progress. You know.
0: Absolutely. I, I, I think we get so we get caught up because there's so much minutiae out there, right? And you kind of have to have a little bit of tunnel vision because, like you said, you're coming in to get fit, and if you walk into a gym, that's a great first step, right? Like that's that's excellent, but it can be so overwhelming. All of it can. Um, so you know, we talk a lot about on the show about how to start. You know, what do we need to do to get a, a therapist? What do we got to do to get recovery? Um, so for somebody base level, and I know you probably get this question all the time, but I think it's important for people who are going through a mental illness or have very bad mental health right now that they want to change. What is that good first step? What What is something that you would recommend? Because I had it up on my board right here. That, <laughs> but you, know, you wrote it down. <laughs> we wrote yeah. it down. We wrote it down because, like, we, we've heard so much in our lives, like, run don't walk to this event like no we should flip that like walk Mm -hmm. don't run what would you recommend for somebody that is like just really needs to just find an easy first step to get a better physical and mental health
1: I mean it is as simple as going for a walk like that I mean I I can't tell you the amount of clients that sometimes I'm like don't run it can actually be more detrimental because it's added stress to your body putting like impact on your knees. And when your body's already experiencing stress, your body actually kind of changes shape. I watch people's bodies on a day-to-day basis when they walk in and I'm like, oh God, we're stressed today. I can see it in their nonverbals. verbals um, And so, I mean, it is something as simple as going for a walk, but there's so many benefits to it. Like vitamin D, the thing that we hear about, it's, we all lack it. I say all, most of us do, especially in Texas, it's too hot to go outside. But just start with walking, I mean, Low intensity, steady state cardio is a thing. It is going for a walk for 30 to 60 minutes and that will help you lose weight. I know lots of people who've lost lost weight or like seen progress in their life, whether it's mentally or physically, just by going for a walk, You it releases endorphins, which are feel good hormones. Um, you actually get a chance to be a little more present and connect with nature, which My hippie self is like, that's actually really good for you. There's a lot of benefits to that, too, but I won't go that way. Um, So it is. It's as simple as walking. And I think that's the thing is we think about working out and we're like, oh, it needs to be intense. It has to be hard. It's going to suck. I don't want to. We dread it. But we walk all the time. And like we're, you know, some of the time throughout the day. Um, And we especially now that we're home, like I live in a studio apartment. There is not enough space for me to walk around here. So I have to leave.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, when we're talking about like going back to those basics as well, and just, just that just walking, which we know how to do. The other thing that I know you preach about all the time, because I think about it and dream about it every night because it's (laughs) infected my brain is how to breathe. And I know that this show is almost kind of becoming like that drink your damn water Twitter, but reminding folks how to breathe.
1: It's actually like a big component and actually number one in my training now is teaching people how to breathe because you're, when you're under stress, which we're all under stress, like everybody is we're still in a pandemic. So to diminish the fact that that's not causing stress is a lie. Um, but to breathe correctly, it makes a difference on the way you exercise. It makes a difference on what your body's doing. So like panic attacks, right? Where you just feel like you can't take a deep breath. I mean, it's some, and even after like the side effects after COVID, like people have a harder time catching their breath and it takes a little bit longer to recover. You can actually do a little bit of preventative work by just doing some, like, I'm not going to sit here and preach meditation. I'm like, lay on the floor and just, or just stretch do what feels good. Just, just focus on your breath. It's, it's a, it's a means of calming your, your body produces a hormone called cortisol. It's your stress hormone. When you're under stress, your body's in your, your lizard brain, right? Your fight or flight mode. So your body really can't lose weight. You don't really have a lot of control in that period of time and you're more susceptible to like aches and pain. So if you're experiencing them, a lot of people I've let, I've helped get out of pain, you know, just laying on the floor and doing breathing it puts you into um sympathetic mode parasympathetic mode sorry which is like essentially your body's ability to your brain's ability to connect to your heart and to your lungs and to your stomach and help your body just move and function the way it should when we're in under a lot of stress which we're kind of addicted to i think we kind of like it because the adrenaline um it it's it's hard to even know to think about an extra task like exercising by just like five minutes like sometimes i tell people like go sit in the bathroom like sit in the bathroom like leave your phone in the other <laughs> room like you don't have to poop pee anything just sit in there just sit in there you'll find like a shampoo bottle to read and next thing you know you'll be a little more calm so i think you actually you showed me the really cool like five find or find five yellow things
0: find ten yeah like find different colors we practice it well because we had a great doctor dr aaron underbrink who came on the show she's been on a few times who taught us that trick and it's crazy it's that grounding thing you're talking about of like go sit in the corner and don't think just like read a shampoo bottle Those yeah, are great. Right? they're great little little tricks you wouldn't think to use
1: I love that I do it actually I think almost every day now when I'm driving I'm like let's look for 10 yellow things I'm like <laughs> like while I'm driving I'm like yield sign like or whatever right like i'm looking at signs i'll do that now while i'm driving because i'm like oh this is kind of fun
0: well i, I, I don't like it i don't want to turn i don't want to be following you know seeing one of your stories on instagram where hey i got in a car wreck today i was counting <laughs> i was looking at different colors <laughs> and I, like smacked like, in the Wah. back of somebody but no it's no, a good thing and, and i think um i mean you're somebody that you, you've you've you're constantly talking about like different things you can do and when it comes to other people, that's gray, but when it comes to you, Kelly, what are some other things that what what do you do? Like, what are other um, stress relievers that you use to give yourself a break mentally, and maybe that that coincides with physically as well?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, ever I bought a a journal and I journal in it every day. I don't know what to write most of the time, so I Google like self discovery journal prompts. I don't know, like whatever, because I don't know what to write. Um, I love to draw. It's just very therapeutic. I am, of course, my own worst critic. So sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to share it with people, but I, I do think I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty good artist. But I like being creative. Um, for me, therapy can be cleaning my house, just like aesthetic to the eye. Feeling like there's organization makes me feel a little more mentally clear. I like to lay on the floor and stretch or like foam roll, which a lot of people hate, but I, I like shutting off from a lot of stimulus. So. Even though I'm categorized as like Insta famous, I don't really use social media. I deleted my Twitter this year. I God bless you.
0: God bless you for doing that, man. After
1: Snowvid, man, I was like, this is this is too much negativity. Yeah. I was like, I got too many other apps for that, so I deleted <laughs> Facebook off my app, my phone. I have Instagram. TikTok's hidden well enough that I can't really find it, but it's probably one of the happier ones if I'm honest. Um, I but I honestly I don't. I don't subscribe to any, like, I don't have any subscriptions to any, like, TV apps, like some people have gifted me them, <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a couple people have given me, like, their Hulu's and their Amazons, like, that's my dad's or whatever, but, like, I don't, I don't watch TV, it just doesn't, I feel like I've lost time, I get anxious after this idea that I've lost 30 minutes to an hour, so even at that, sometimes I'll waste 30 minutes just looking for a 30-minute show, and I'm like, no, oh, my, my time God. is all I have, Yes. I was like, Yes. Oh, God! so i just i i think about like kind of like things that just make me feel i'm puzzled i don't know if anybody saw recently i posted one of my i've never done a thousand piece puzzle but i knocked that sucker around in four days and i've never felt so accomplished in my life and yet so behind on all my work because i did that for like four to six hours every day
0: i told you that's so. why i'm gonna get you for christmas is a damn puzzle because i that's that's great um I, and you you mentioned that you know like you you like to draw, and, and like that's kind of one of your things. I want folks to know this because we actually collaborated on the world famous, by the way, folks, or it's going to be one day, Bury the Bipolar Beaver. This was a comic that you and I came up with because I came to you, and I'm like, look, I've had this idea for a comic for a while, but I haven't drawn in a long time. I think it would be terrible. I had this thing called Bury the Bipolar Beaver. So I gave it to you, and I'm like, look, the, the only thing that needs to happen is the punchline needs to be damn. And this, yeah, that was it. And this, folks, is what Kelly did. And she did this, like, in a night. It's amazing. Like, and it's so good. And I love him. And I love all this. And we we, we got to make uh, chapter two. I don't know what chapter two is going to be. But I, I really wanted to show people this. Like, this is – and, th- guys, this is just, like, a taste of how talented she is. Like, I've seen your actual, like, paintings. Um, I know you're shy, but, like, we don't have to go too much into it. But
1: – Oh, what you want me to pull them out?
0: I mean, the, I, <laughs> I think they're tremendous. And it's one of those cool things. Um.
1: Thanks. I appreciate um, it. It's it's also nice to know that somebody else appreciates the thing that makes me feel good. Um and I mean I like to dance and things like that, but I think that my personal escape is some form of creativity. So whether it's through my body and just like just moving and feeling good or just like finding a thing that I'm like just find a release. Like I like a creative release. And so Thank you for the idea because I also, and also, if anybody wants to pitch me ideas for drawings that aren't like Kobe Bryant, like doing something, I don't, people give me like these crazy elaborate ones. I'm like, listen, it's not gonna be that good. I mean, I love, I love,
0: I love Kobe. That's great. But yeah, I mean, that's, I mean,
1: what can we really do with that? I love that you gave me the idea. It was fun. And it was like, I felt, I was excited and I was like, oh, I wanna make this for Tyler. Like, I wanna make it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I came out like all these ideas.
0: One more time for the folks, just to give them a look at Barry. Um, so, you know, Kelly, one of the one of the cool things I think about you, and I think this is, you know, one of the best reasons why I wanted to have you on the show, kind of coincides with what I'm going to talk about um, later in the show with an event I'm ho- hosting this week, and it's just, it, you know, fitness is always on the mind of everybody of, like, what can I do after COVID? Um, but I think for you... Um, and this is because you need to become more of the norm when it comes to a trainer, because, um, one of the first things that you did that actually blew me away and yeah, folks, Kelly and I, you know, she's my trainer. Don't come try and find us like we work out together. She's trying to <laughs> make, she's trying to make me, into you know, a beefy boy. Cause that's what I want. Cause I'm so insecure inside, which we'll get to later. This is not about me today, but, um, I think one of the coolest things that blew me away and, and it's, it's something you did that I've never been asked about in my entire life. And I've been doing fitness, you know, since I was a kid, I grew up playing sports. I've never not like worked out or done something active. Uh, and when we first started training, you you did that typical thing that almost every single trainer does, and most people know this. Like you go into a gym, they give you, uh, "Hey, what are your goals? How much weight do you want to lose? How much weight do you want to gain? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do?" And that's typically it. But when you gave me that, you also had an entire section for mental health. You had, how much are you sleeping? What are the stresses like in x y and z areas um what would you like to see improve in your mental health you had so many different things and that made me feel really seen as somebody who was mentally ill it made me feel very comfortable that you actually care about the entire package of uh, as me as, uh, uh, as a person and that's when we started having the conversation about mental health and mental illness and um you know, your journey, my journey, Uh, you constantly gave me encouragement for the show and you shared with me parts of your story. And I really appreciate you coming on to uh, share yourself with our audience. Um, And I want you to kind of express, you know, how big a part mental health played into you becoming a trainer and you becoming what you are today.
1: Yeah, so um, I know that Tyler's expressed uh, aloud that he's diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, I have a close tie to that myself I am not bipolar luckily Um, but my mom was diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder or misdiagnosed if you will with depression Um, we saw it in my family we knew it was there Um, but I actually lost my mom um, to her mental health Uh, I went into fitness because actually like a a part of me like bonding with my parents like we were We were a fat family like we weren't like a healthy family if i'm honest like we grew up on like fried chicken and canned green beans and instant mashed potatoes uh and pop tarts. so yeah we didn't i didn't have a healthy lifestyle but my mom saving grace every day she was a stay-at-home mom was she went for runs like she loved it it was her and when she came in she was glowing and sometimes that she'd let me go for runs with her we would do like arm circles in the like in, the, in her bedroom and she would do sit-ups and we would do the workouts together and it was fun i put on her spandex and we'd like sweat and dance and I it just felt like playing which that was why I really enjoyed that with my mom and my mom was very healthy and very fit for a long time she was beautiful um I lost my mom 12 years ago uh to suicide actually um she but, when my dad was deployed, um she had nothing but her motherhood. And so we'd moved a lot. My mom didn't have a good community base. She didn't have a strong mental health base. She didn't have a lot of support. And we moved to a place where she had nothing but her kids, her bratty, teenager kids, like preteen kids. Um, and you know, you when you don't have a good support system, you start to lose your sense of self. She continued to try to exercise, but it just wasn't doing enough for her. So, You know she fell into alcohol and drug abuse and um eventually like we kind of just lost her mentally Um, which alcohol and drug abuse tends to fall into a category that's very easy for people with bipolar disorder to fall into as well um but once she was gone it, it was too hard to pull her back like we were it was a loud household um you know when she was when she was upset and it was really uncomfortable to be around and i wouldn't say that my childhood was healthy by any means Um, for a chunk of it, but luckily, you know, same thing as like with my dad, my dad was in the army. So my dad didn't know how to do anything, but run also so when I wanted to hang out with my dad, we'd go for runs. I was like, I don't know, trying to bond with parents. Um, but it's like, I do have this close connection subconsciously to my parents and exercise in that way. But I saw that my mom valued exercise so much and and did push for us to be healthier, but she just didn't really realize all the components to it until I look back now and I'm like, my mom didn't have friends. Like she didn't have like a good support system. Her husband was deployed. She had her kids, which, you know, you're not gonna be able to be completely open with your kids and vulnerable. You have to be strong. And in that strength, she tried to code it with alcoholism and things like that. And you know, my mom, when she lost us through a divorce, my mom lost all of her identity. Her identity was being a mom. And no matter how much she tried to, herself back to exercise herself back to health she had lost everything that defined herself so it's important for me to know my clients and understand where they're at mentally and all on and know like do you like what's your family relationships, your friend relationships are you are you able to sustain those like is that a piece that you're still taking care of and you're nurturing are you taking care of your nutritional health my mom was also anorexic fun thing there um which i've seen all kinds of fun eating disorders along the way which is also very normal i'm gonna say that also it's normal for people to have an unhealthy relationship with food um but i fell in love with fitness because i gained my freshman 30 real quick uh in college uh, at the dollar tree spaghetti and pop-tarts um and then i did what mom told me to do when i wanted to lose weight and i started running and i found it very therapeutic it was very slow journeys running But I got to the point where I loved running and it was something I needed just to get out of the house and feel and sweat and feel alive. Um, I just didn't like the way I looked afterwards. And I started having pains in my joints and I was like, I've got to find another solution. So I fell into group fitness and I just fell in love with the energy that's in a gym is that people are there because they want to feel better. And that's the thing is that I know that when you go into a gym, it can feel really intense and very intimidating and like, like you feel like an outcast or maybe you feel overweight or you feel like you're the person who looks like they don't know what they're doing. Trust me, not a single person I've ever worked with in the past, I don't know, in that eight years, seven, eight years I've worked in a gym have ever been like, look at that guy. he's has no clue what he's doing. It's usually the guy who's like trying to be too cool. Who's like deadlifting 700 pounds like badly or something like that. It's never the person who's just getting in there and walking on a treadmill. If they're overweight, people are like, yes. Like i love to see that like good for you like it's exciting people feel more inspired um and so the gym is a very inviting environment environment like i started in a corporate gym like as a personal trainer and i loved it because it gave me an opportunity to talk to everybody and and ask them like do you feel like do you know what you're doing do you need help with anything can i help you can i just give you some tips along the way i'm a person you can trust if you don't know who to talk to when you're in here come to me so i mean don't be afraid of the people in the gym there may not not all of them are good apples but like hopefully you can find somebody along the way who genuinely gives a damn and that's really personal trainers are some of the best people you meet if you meet the right ones. we care so much and one of my clients called me caring kelly he's like because you care so much he's like i've never met anybody who cares as much as you do and i was like listen you guys keep me up at night i think about you all the time tyler <laughs> so it's true it's just like it's a very it's a wonderful feeling caring about other people
0: I mean, I, I don't call you uh, Karen Kelly. I call you G Unit, which is like.
1: G Unit? Or
0: Kelly, yeah. Kelly Beans. But yeah, you're very caring. No, and you do. And I, I, I think hearing about your mom's story and then you kind of seeing and really talking about that sense of community that you feel in the gym, it's just further proof that even as hard as it is, to go through something, you have to reach out for help, right? Like you have to talk to somebody, you have to have somebody. You talked about having that support that your mom didn't have. Um, there are so many people that go through it. And in COVID, where we're all, as you just talked about, you're isolated, you're stuck, and you don't have somebody to talk to. Finding just that one person can say, literally save a life, and that's why we preach it all the time. Um, right. And I, and I got I to second that. I know that some people have had bad experiences in the gyms. I'm that guy. I go up to the overweight guy and give him a fist bump. I've never been in a gym and seen really like the horror stories. I'm sure those happen. Like you said, like I'm sure, yeah, there's like the, there's the people in there that are dicks and whatever. But that's how I feel whenever I see somebody in there trying. So me just as a client, when I see somebody else in there that you know has never worked out, it's like, good, you're finally here. It's like we've been yeah. waiting for you this whole time.
1: Come to us. We love you. <laughs> it's it's weirdly like... Honestly, the people who are in not as great shape, I feel like are the most welcome There's a, some stand-up comedians that are like I, I'm trying to think of which one it is But there's a stand-up comedian is like alright, like you're done like you have a six-pack like what? You can go now like you don't need to be here anymore Which is pretty funny. I mean, I'm like it kind of feels true
0: Um, It is it's and I think it just harkens back community and support, which are very hard to find when you are going through it. And kind of like you talked about with your mom and I talked about it earlier is that when you're in that headspace, it's damn near impossible to like get out of it. It's so hard mm-hmm. unless somebody can just like take you there. I have found um, with my suicide attempt uh, early, which I mean, you honed in on, which again, guys, alcohol and drugs will lead you there. It's not to say that that does that for everybody, but that's how I got to that point as well is you get to that level of indifference. I don't know yeah. if it's really the highs or the lows, but it do, it's the indifference, right, of where you literally right. just don't give a fuck. Because you just don't. And that, yeah. that's kind of like the danger zone.
1: And it, I mean, honestly, the I think the, the beauty of the gym is that you can make it as safe as you want it to be. There are places, yes, you can go in some gyms, and if you go at like 5 p.m. on a Monday, it's typically going to be super busy, but There are gyms that have extended hours where you can choose to go earlier in the morning. There are gyms that have like separate spaces and corners that you can work out in where you're not surrounded by a lot of people. For me, I actually, unfortunately did say, Hey, I can't train people online on zoom anymore because I just knew that personally I was trying to work out at home. I wasn't enjoying it. I didn't feel motivated. I like going to a place where that's, where that's where I, the only thing I have to do, if I know I could do dishes, cook dinner or watch tv or work out i'm gonna choose probably all of those over exercise at home so i like going into a gym i like being like i'm here everybody else is doing something i mean even if i just walk on a treadmill or just lay on the floor and stretch i i came it feels better just to be like i did it and just for going i feel better i've gone and been like i'm going home because i forgot my headphones but i'll well, just go in and 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 i guess stretch a little bit and I've done that before and then I've laughed and I'm like okay, stretched. I haven't stretched in a while so it's good
0: I think yeah. it's I, I agree with all that I mean that's what keeps me coming back I know that after my worst and lowest times the first place I went to was a gym and I've, I've never left like it's my favorite thing to do uh, sometimes I'm bad at going to the gym and I don't get to work out the way I want to because I still have a lot to work on with my mental health and I think that gym really is the great equalizer And I think it exposes a lot of things mentally, at least for me. And I'm sure for other people, like it'll it'll humble you in a big way, maybe not even physically, but like, man, you have an attitude adjustment that you need to work on. You have some you have some internal stuff that you need to get through. Um, Do you find that with a lot of your clients that reveal that to you, like they find out something about themselves mentally that they also need to start working out on?
1: So I am, like I said, I'm a little bit of a hippie and I do like the Chinese medicine. I go to a chiropractor. I like knowing everything. So like I'm very, I try to be as well-rounded as I can. I go to massage therapists. I have I have my people and I'm like, you're all great people. We just need all join forces. And so as a trainer, I kind of try to combine all the things I know. Um, but yes, inflammation or like pain in the body is typically an emotional, something emotional is tied to it. Um, and also what we do is, when there's pain it's usually like the smoke detectors battery is going off and it's like hey like you should replace this battery hey something's wrong if the house catches fire it's not going to work so you should probably stop what you're doing and fix this issue um every client i've worked with has experienced some kind of pain whether it's low back pain whether it's knee pain um shoulder pain is a pretty normal one um like and what it does is it's the way your body holds stress as well people have like i don't know if you've heard that like i realized recently and like i think my feet hold stress because i cry when people rub my feet i realize i'm like that's a weird one um but like the body holds stress and also i mean you think about like when somebody's upset like the posture they take right like they guard themselves they actually guard their internal organs and they hunch their posture, and it changes the way they look. That is a huge indicator as to whether or not somebody's actually physically open to moving their body or not. And if they're already guarded, it will show, and their body will stop them in the middle of their workout. I know Tyler's. Tyler's had days where he's like, "I'm ready. I'm ready for this." Like maybe he, you know you weren't as prepared. Maybe we didn't come in as much or as, as early as you wanted. And then maybe like the shoulder. You know, maybe your shoulder's a little out that day. But the thing is, is that it's like, if we don't stop and just kind of address the issue and get, your, get you to kind of like accept the fact that, okay, something's going on, but we can work through it. If you're like, no, I'm going to push through it. Our bodies are smarter. We, our brains and our bodies fight a lot and it's very annoying. And the body will 90% of the time win. you'll either throw up, <laughs> you'll like pass out, like your body's smart. It's going to do whatever it needs to, even though your brain's like very, will persevere, your body will be like, no, 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 this isn't going to work, dude. It's not gonna work and that's such Tyler, like you have had i mean you've had a few experiences like what what are some that you're kind of like that you feel like have been pretty insane for you
0: as far as like in terms of like working out or just like mental uh mental like episodes
1: like how like your like how you feel mentally on a day impacts your workouts like i don't know share kind of like how that how that impacts you or what? like have like a, an example of that
0: Well, I've never got a question asked of of me on this show. So thank you. That's, this is a first. Let me, ah, um, I I wasn't prepared. Damn it. Uh, No, I think the parallel (laughs) right there of like what you said of everybody can relate to what you just said in some form of fashion is like, you can even come in with a positive attitude and you don't even know your body is screwed right now. And there was one day actually that you really like, this like got imprinted on my brain. I came in, I was up, I was feeling good but I immediately got hurt and you said stop and we, you said we're gonna hug each other right now. And we, remember that?
1: Yeah, and then my I thought body, that was pretty cool.
0: And then my body instantly changed. Cause I was like, well this is weird. I mean, I'm ready to go. I just wanna work out and push through the pain which all of you watching, all of you watching, all of you watching. <laughs> push all of everybody knows how to push through the pain that's been my mo that is most that's mostly everybody's right it's like i don't care how i feel i'm gonna grind i'm gonna push through this the shoulder this knee this back uh and it none of it works but sometimes like you said that disconnect that's something that i struggle with and i know a lot of other people do too is like i feel good but i don't feel good and then it's the reverse um I, and this is one of the things, this is an episode that I really need. And it's kind of one of the reasons I went to you and, and have continued to do so because of that mental health aspect is um, I'm used to the prison workouts. I'm used to like crying after workouts and like just being a puddle on the floor because I'm in so much pain and learning to take baby steps and learning how to breathe and all the very boring things. And I don't get to do the stuff that I like. And that so much is what mental health is about when you're trying to fix it is doing the things that you don't want to do. That really do help, and then you have to admit it afterwards. Like, damn it, this person was right. Yes, all of this helped. Thank you, Kelly, for teaching me how to breathe. Yeah, I feel better, and I'm going about my day. <laughs> it is so frustrating because you don't have to admit it because you could have been doing it your entire life. Um, right. But that's. Well, it. I thought yeah.
1: I thought that was really cool. I'm not gonna lie. So it's I'm not like I'm a naturally very much a like a physical touch person, but so. I could tell Tyler's just having a hard time like breathing. Like when we were doing some of our heavier lifts, I was like, hey, like I need you to take a deep breath, pull your posture up and then like, let's go through this exercise. But he couldn't, he couldn't take a deep breath. And I was like, I was watching. And I was like, where can't he breathe? Like I was like, he can't breathe into his upper back. So I was like, hey, like, c- can you like give me a hug? And like, he was so tensed up initially. And as soon as he hugged me, he was like, no, I don't hug this way. You got to hug this way. I was like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so you hugged, hugged the wrong
0: way. We had to go the other uh, way.
1: I was like, I don't know. I, I was trying to watch. <laughs> I was trying to watch in the mirror to see what was going on. And then he took a deep breath, and I could feel his body goes, uh, and just, like, let things relax. And it was fascinating because I was like, this is the hardest time for me because physical touch is my love language. Like, mm-hmm. I love hugs. I hug all my clients. Tyler, sometimes I'm like, I need a hug today. We're hugging. We have masks on. Like, we always – I'm like, we have, we're we masked up. We're good. Like, yeah i "I wash my hands like we're good but like i need that almost as much as you do sometimes i'm kind of like i just need like it's kind of like a reset button for me when i get a hug so i'm like selfishly i get those for me too
0: yeah and i think it's something (laughs) to practice like that i have outside of the gym of just like taking those things those constant reminders that repetition that repetition that you have in the gym to build your body is the same thing you have to do mentally but we often forget to do that so Knowing that I need to start a day with a hug or physical touch, go do that for our viewers. Go find some more of that, right? No matter what it is, because um, that's why it, safely,
1: right? Safely, it, s-
0: safely right? Exactly. H- hug a person that you should hug. Don't hug a random person that you don't know. Hug yeah. somebody of the same age as well. <laughs> like I don't want to get too much of that. Just be c- careful and safe with your hugs. But yes, like you, like figuring out what your love language is. Figuring out. Um, things that you need to notice in your body. I mean, those are things you preach all the time. Like you said, the disconnect that we have is unreal. Um, And if you're struggling from a mental illness, you can be walking around thinking you're fine for the most part, but you don't even know how really messed up you are. Um, So I'm so glad that you are the trainer that you are to so many people. Um, I mean, Kelly, you're one of the best people I've met. You are the cavalry that comes every day for so many different folks, and we need your energy uh, your strength. We need people like you in the world to to continue to do things like this. And I, I really hope our audience learned a lot from you today. I'm sure they did. Um, but it's much appreciated for you uh, giving us uh, your time today.
1: Thank you so much, Tyler. I told you I wanted to be on this as soon as you told me you had this podcast. I was like, come on, fingers crossed.
0: Oh, I was working on Meg it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Meg Turney on. had Meg Turney on. I was like, oh, I'm gonna slide in there. do i have to ask him because that's gonna be weird. No, 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 <laughs> but no. But thank you.
0: I was always going to do that. I just, you know, I'm a little, I'm trying to be a beefy boy. That's been my number one priority. And I'm trying to make you happy. I'm trying to make these folks happy too. Not for the sake of, but just like everything else, I'm on a mission yeah. to correct my mental health and my body because I can, I have the ability to, and that's, I'm so lucky to be able to do that. So let's make it the best, right?
1: Absolutely. Actually, I'm kind of curious. You'd asked me this question earlier, but I want to know your question is like, if you had a message for the world.
0: That's what, it uh, uh, that's what I, no, 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 no. That's what I, uh, no, you, what is your message for the world? It's not, it's not my message.
1: Because I think ours would be similar. Um, is that like, I don't know. So I actually, I, interestingly, you asked me this earlier today and I was like, wow. I was like, I just journaled this yesterday. Um, like in a prompt, it was like, what would be your message to the world? And I was like, love, like just love. Like we are in a world that just looks for hate as quickly as we can. But that's where all of the scary, terrible feelings are. Like love is really all that we have and all that feels good. And love is the reason why I do what I do. And love is the reason I give as much as I give because it's like giving love is my way of also receiving love. And like, it's where happiness hides. So like, for me, it's just like love, like just love. Like it's because it's everything that I do and it's absolutely where all the happiness is. And if you don't know where to find love, I know that I say that and it's like, well, it's just I'm alone or like, I just don't know where to go. I don't know what to feel. Like start a conversation with a family member or with an old friend. You'd be surprised if you're just like, hey, thinking about you. That There are so many people who are in a dark place right now that if you're feeling alone, just know there's other people who are feeling that way too. And you may actually be able to like, just find a happiness, in a small interaction, go through your phone book, like go to your Instagram, like that person I kinda like, you know, just a little bit. Like I'm, we've we've interacted more than once. You can build, you can still build friendships right now. I I know I'm struggling to build friendships in this time, but there's still opportunity to grow.
0: I think that's a really good message. Reaching out more, because there really is no lonelier feeling in the world than going to see a movie and your phone's off, and then you leave the movie, and not one damn person has texted you. That's the, the worst, that's the worst <laughs> feeling in the world.
1: You like hey, text I got.
0: Because you're excited when you leave. Right. You're walking down the stairs, right? And you're like, somebody had to have reached out, and then you get there, and you're like, nobody likes me.
1: <laughs> I know that feeling. And then of course, when you don't want any text, you're getting texts and calls left and right. That's how right. it goes. So you should just never want text. And then you wind up with 33 text messages on your phone like I did this week. And I was like, I don't want to touch that.
0: But to your point, I mean, I've gotten those texts, those random texts you have too, those random times when people reach out, they, they do save lives. They save lives. They, they make you get through a day, a month, or a year. It's crazy how that can happen, right? I think that is an amazing message to give to the world. So we're going to end on that, my friend. Um, yeah. thank you again I know our viewers just loved it I'm looking at the chat right now on twitch and they're, they're, they said you've been crushing it because you have been um, thank you for your wisdom and advice tonight I really appreciate it and you are more than welcome to come back on the show anytime you want to
1: thanks man. I appreciate you
0: yes ma'am we'll see you next time Kay. bye Kelly G everybody man I was not prepared asking me questions I don't. Yeah, I, hey, I asked the questions on this show, Missy. Those are good questions, though. I think everybody should think about that. You know what? What would be that thing you would say to the world if the world paused for a second? Everybody was quiet and said, "Okay, what do you want to say?" Um, Kelly's story is one of heartbreak, heartbreak, and triumph. You know, I know that was a little heavy tonight, but uh, and, and to see the type of person that she is and that she's become. I I really do mean it when I tell my folks that I bring on the show that uh, what they're doing is super important because we need more people like Kelly that can let you know that this world of being uh, physically healthy, not physically fit, physically healthy, is a way more inviting one than you would imagine. And that is filled with love that can make you a better person. And I do work out with her. And you know what? Mainly the thing I work out with her for is to better my mental health. It's the stuff we work on on a daily basis. So going to the gym and working out can be just as much as a mental game as a physical one, picking something up and working out is very easy. Working out is probably the easiest thing you can do in simplistic terms, right? Because it's all about pick up object A and move it to place B, right? It's A to B. It's a simple up and down motion or this way motion or this way motion. And it's the same thing with your mental health with the building blocks, the foundation, right? Breathe, walk, move, relax, lay down, (laughs) feel comfortable. And it's things that we always forget to do, right? Um, But I thought Kelly would be a tremendous person to come on and talk during this month. That is National Suicide Month as somebody who has been so directly affected by it. And to show you why, how it got to that point. So everybody can kind of begin to realize like we, we still have to watch out for each other. And I know so many of our viewers on this program you guys are those people but it's always a reminder to continue to do so because we've talked about this uh, before that your mental health and your mental health throughout your entire life is going to go up and down right you're going to go through different things and for people that go through a mental illness though it is never ending it never never ever 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 ends and even if you can be up for a long time it doesn't mean that you're not going to be down and you'll go away like that we we know some a lot of notable people when we talk about celebrities you know how quickly did we lose Philip Seymour Hoffman, who had been clean for years, and then the first time. So like she said, reach out, be with each other, help each other out, help yourselves. And in that regard, for my announcement about walking and running, I uh, am super honored uh, and humbled to be able to be hosting a broadcast this coming Saturday for NAMI Central Texas. So NAMI, uh, I I think I told you guys, is doing um, uh, NAMI Walks again this year. Uh, It is going to be virtual here in Central Texas, but other places it's not. And it's one of these things that anybody can get involved with. And I have talked to uh, the the team that I'm going to be working with. And one of the first things I asked them was, um, can my international people, can they donate? Can they they be a part of this? And they said, yes, absolutely. They would love that. Uh, So this is literally for everybody. Uh, Central Texas is going to be doing theirs uh, September 25th. I'll give you guys more information about it this week if you want to watch the broadcast that it's going to have on. Tremendous guests. I've been using that word a lot tonight. Amazing guests. Mind-boggling guests uh, that are going to be on the show uh, that I'm so excited to be able to meet uh, and interact with. This is something where there's teams and donations from around the country that you can be a part of. And to give you guys an idea of, you know, what they're just asking people to do in a sense is really basic stuff that anybody can do. You know, uh, if you want to that day, if you have the ability to walk 7000 steps is what they're asking. It's like 5K basically their way. Uh, Plan a craft day with kids. If you got kids, plan something with arts and crafts for your kids. Um, They're they're doing virtual bake offs as teams. There is going to be practicing your favorite hobby, yoga, gardening. Uh, knitting. Uh, They're going to be doing a 5K for those of you that really do want to walk and kind of be with it. You can do it at home. Do it on your treadmill. Uh, Do a 5K on the treadmill uh, stationary bike. So there's a ton of different things that you can do with NAMI walks. If you want to do it with us, Central Texas, uh, you can this weekend, but there's going to be the national day, which is October 9th, that everybody can be a part of. And I I suggest go looking up on the website. We'll put the information on Discord. I'll have to remember to talk to our uh, amazing moderator, Mr. Dr. Bacon, about that. That uh, you can look up information to see, you know, if something's going on in your area, uh, where these things are going on. But I, I was already taking a look at the, the, the donations page today. And I, I'm not going to brag, but Central Texas is leading the nation in donations. So just saying, we take it seriously, but other people are as well. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, uh arizona kentucky all these different states massive donations so there's there's teams anywhere around the country that you can be a part of or just do it yourself and it really goes back to just it's something we all got to start doing um you know one question that i didn't get to ask kelly and i do see that she's in the chat so i i you know i wanted to ask this I, i i completely forgot to um there is you know kind of that thing that we all know when it comes to uh you know women being able to walk at night which is such a, a a fun time to do it obviously it's a privilege I guess guys really get to have but it can be dangerous you know women worried about being targeted on the runs and stuff like that um you know there is a ton of walking groups and it, you know that's what I would suggest too because that was really the topic for today's show is that we really cannot do these things alone we need to do them with people that we love or that we care about, or that can just simply be there. Um, So walk with a partner, you know, find a walking group. Um, I do that. I have, uh, I have two walking partners that I go walk uh, this little mini kind of lake pond thing uh, every single week. So I, I don't even do it by myself. I enjoy doing it with somebody else. And I think that's the entire Hell, it's, a, it's an entire point of this damn show is that you can't do it by yourself. You can try. Um, and maybe you'll live, but what life is that really going to be? Because that's where I'm at. And, you know, Kelly's asking me kind of about, you know, my things and just, uh, you know, add, adding on kind of like to where you can find yourself. Um, the first time I, I, I tried to commit suicide, when I when I, I say try, and they you know, they're really trying to get away from that word committing suicide. Yeah. Um, attempting if you will whatever it can come in a lot of different forms and what I was talking with Kelly about um, I found myself and I found myself in this position a few times and I'm sure some of you guys know some of you guys might have attempted these things yourself or know others that have but that place of indifference where you're not even really existing in reality and you're floating and you're not trying to not care about things, to be edgy or angry, there's just literally no emotion behind it. There's just nothing. And I put myself in the hospital by just not even trying, just drinking myself to death, like gave myself alcohol poisoning, mixed in with uh, extreme exhaustion. Um, Don't really remember how I got saved. Somehow uh, I had a family member find me at the place I was. Last thing I remember was coughing up bile and blood that's all I can remember was yellow and red and found myself in a hospital and staying away from those bad things is one of the reasons that I work out you know it's not something you can completely avoid by having transferring addictions and other issues to something else but the gym is my church being fit and trying to be fit and trying to be active is something that I always tell people. It keeps me away from the bad things. Do I want to look good naked? Hell yeah. Everybody does. But those things that almost took me away from this reality, those are the things that I'm looking to combat. That's why I go work out. Everybody has their own reason for doing it. No reason is better than the other. Um, they're all great as long as you can just kind of find your way there. Um, And again, if you are struggling, if you find yourself in that indifferent place, reach out if you can. If you can muster up uh, being conscious for just five seconds, reach out to somebody. It's not worth it to do it. You're better off here. We all want you here. you got to make a difference with us. And you've beaten back the darkness, that's making a difference. That inspires somebody else to not give up because that's what it is. We just got to – we can't give up on each other. We can't give up on ourselves. And we say that all the time. We say that to our loved ones, right? I'm never going to give up on you. And if they flip the question around like Miss Kelly did and flustered me, of like, well, are you giving up on yourself? I'll be like, well, you know, well, that's different. It's not different. It's the same. So I want to thank Kelly again for coming on the show. Uh, guys, she was great. Such a great guest to have. Need more people like her that understand that it's both not to uh, you know dismiss any other trainers that I've had in the past. I've had some wonderful, wonderful trainers in my life. Um, and it's another thing worth mentioning that so many other people can't afford a trainer, don't have the means to have a trainer, don't have one that fits your style. Some of you with disabilities uh, that need a certain type of trainer, a certain type of gym, I hope you can find all that stuff. Um, but there's still different outlets that you can use to still do anything. Um, Whatever that can be for your physical fitness, which is going to help you out. It's going to help out your brain. We all need brain help. So that's pretty much going to do it for today's episode, guys. Uh, If you want to stick around for the post show, those of you who have been watching the show, you know that's going to be kind of open it up to our chat here on Twitch that we do the show live on to interact with the audience. It's another great reason to watch the show live. Uh, But if not, I hope you guys have a really good rest of the week we're getting into the fall it's almost here it's almost spooky season I'm so excited for it to be October I'm tired of September and this hotness that I'm dealing with in Texas hopefully wherever you are it's a lot it's a lot cooler outside and maybe the seasons are changing who knows Uh, but we will see you guys next Monday for another episode of how are we today but until then we'll see ya